Welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, my sweet friends. We are back again for another episode of the Sensitive and Soulful Show. Thank you so much for being here, for tuning in to these episodes and giving me your feedback along the way. I really, really appreciate it. And before we dive in, I just want to remind you that if you are enjoying the show, I would love if you could leave me an honest review. I would love if you could share this episode with a friend or in your Instagram stories and tag me. It really helps me get the word out about this podcast. And I am so passionate about the these messages reaching more highly sensitive people because I'm just noticing how few HSPs actually know that they are HSPs. Like So many people are just now learning about the trait, which is awesome, but it just makes me realize like there are so many people out there who will benefit from knowing they're highly sensitive, but they don't even know it exists. So the more we share about it, the more people we can reach. Now let's dive into today's episode. It's the beginning of a new year, and I know there's often so much pressure at the beginning of a brand new year, we're feeling like we've got to set all the goals and the intentions and do our new year's resolution and whatever that looks like. And I'm, you know, I'm into goal setting and intention setting. Like I like that kind of stuff, but something that comes up for me and comes up for the majority of human beings I talk to is having a, an inner critic that can be really cruel and really hard on us. And so that's what I want to talk about today is how we can learn to not let our inner critic run the show. I had to think of how I wanted to word that, but I had a different topic planned for today's episode and then I scratched that because this is very alive for me right now. So I figured that if it's alive for me, it's alive for someone else as well. So... Yeah, I've definitely been having, honestly, like a few days where my inner critic is really running rampant. And what I mean when I say inner critic, it's really just that voice in my head that is really hard on me. When I make a mistake, it's like that voice, like, of course you made a mistake, like you're messing up everything lately. Or it's that voice that's like, you should have worked out harder, or why did you eat that cookie? It's the voice that is constantly critiquing me and 
reminding me of the things that I'm I'm not doing, quote unquote, good enough. And so I know that this is something that we all struggle with from time to time. And so I felt like it was really important to talk about at the beginning of a new year, because while the goals and intentions are awesome, I also know that we can be hard on ourselves when we aren't living up to the standard that we had set for ourselves. Like, you know, maybe you set all of these big goals, but you're a couple weeks into the new year now and you already are not following through in the way that you said you would be and you're being hard on yourself and you're feeling like you've failed before you even got started and that inner critic is loud. Let's really talk about like how we can kind of quiet the inner critic and not let it run the show and be kinder to ourselves. So I think that a lot of highly sensitive people really sometimes struggle with being harder on themselves because we have a natural tendency to be quite introspective. And I think that's a great thing because we tend to be quite self-aware. Like we're very aware of our shortcomings and the, the places that we yeah, fall short and we aren't like up to par all the time. We're very aware often of like the things that trigger us, things like that. Like we have that self-awareness, which is really great. But I think sometimes we can almost take it a little bit too far where we're nitpicking ourselves because we're just like noticing all of these little details about ourselves and noticing where we could have done X, Y, or Z just a little bit better. And A lot of highly sensitive people tend to be really conscientious and we are really focused on doing the right thing and doing our very best and really holding ourselves to this very high standard. And so when we aren't living up to what we think we should be doing, then we can be hard on ourselves because we're having more of that introspective time and we're very aware of what our abilities are and why we didn't live up to what we thought we were capable of, like things like that. So I think sometimes it can be kind of a challenge to be so aware of yourself. (laughs) And another thing I think is just like we are very much noticing the subtleties and the little details. And so we are, we're in it, we're in it. And it's not as easy for us to like glaze over things and be like, oh no, no big deal. Like we're going to notice it. And a lot of highly sensitive people, too, tell me that they struggle with, like, rumination and overthinking and, like, replaying that scenario 20 times after it happened. Like, this is definitely something I used to struggle with a lot until I started meditating. That, like, helped me so much. But anyway, all of these are things that are common for highly sensitive people. So I think our inner critic can just be pretty loud. And so... I want to talk about like what the inner critic is actually doing, like the purpose of it. So, and this has really helped me kind of manage it in a better way. So the inner critic, if you think about it, is really just a separate part of us that is just trying to keep us safe and protect us from being hurt or protect us from being embarrassed. So like, let's say you set your New Year's goals and you have these like five big goals and you're not following through in the way that you said you are. Maybe you said you were going to work out five days a week and it's not happening. And your inner critic is like being loud. It's like, why aren't you doing it? Come on, you you keep not keeping your word. Like, what the heck? And viewing it as that it's trying to keep you safe. And so it's trying to prevent you from feeling disappointed in yourself. It's trying to prevent you from 
having another year where you're like, dang it, I didn't do what I said I was going to do. Another example is, I can share a personal example. I I messed up on something in my in my day job and oh my gosh, immediately I almost like wanted to cry. I'm like, Alyssa, what is your deal? Like everyone on this team is so much smarter than you. You're such an idiot. Like it was that inner critic being pretty dang mean to me. And when I think about how this is trying to keep me safe, it's like I think back to the times when I was a kid and I didn't feel as smart as my brother. I always bring up this example because it's just like one of those things that, that runs deep for me. It's like the critic is trying to have me be perfect and not make mistakes because I don't want to feel the pain of like not being as smart as as other people. It's like trying to protect me from pain. Okay, this isn't productive, right? Like it's not productive to try to criticize ourselves into being a certain way. It just beats us down and makes us feel crappy. And so something that's like really helpful when when dealing with the inner critic is really recognizing that you are creating these thoughts. And so we don't have to believe these thoughts. Just because the thought comes into your mind doesn't mean you have to blindly go along with it. And so it really helps to start separating yourself from that inner critic voice. And I think it can be easier to start separating ourselves from that voice when we have a meditation practice. I always talk about meditation because that was, that's been a huge part for me for really learning how to not be so reactionary, but rather be able to take a step back and more observe what's going on. So Basically, what I'm saying here is when you hear those inner critic thoughts, those critical words that are unkind and they hurt your feelings, like taking a step back and recognizing, oh, that was the voice of my inner critic. I don't have to believe that. It's just trying to keep me safe. And something that a lot of people like to do is to actually name their inner critic so that you can start to see it as like this separate voice, the separate part of yourself that is not something you always need to to listen to. So I used to call my anxious thoughts, the inner critic there, I used to call that like anxious Annie. And it would pop up, I'd be like, oh my gosh, you're going to fail. This is not going to be good. And I could kind of recognize, oh, that's anxious Annie. Like, that's fine. I don't need to listen. Like, thank you so much for your concern, but I'm good. I've got this. And really, as you can see, like separating from that thought, recognizing that just because the thought popped into my head, I don't need to believe it. Like I said, meditation really, really helps with this because a meditation practice helps you become more aware of your thoughts because a lot of times like we are literally just reacting to all of the thoughts that pop into our head and believing every single one. And when we believe every single thought we have, we suffer. If I sit and listen to and believe every single critical comment I make about myself, oh my gosh, like that's that's a recipe for feeling terrible about myself. And I used to do that all of the time. I blindly believed every single terrible thought I had about myself. And as a result, I had a ton of insecurities and anxiety. And so if this is something you really struggle with, like I definitely recommend like Start to try to separate yourself from that inner critic, those thoughts, and see it as just a part of you that's just trying to protect you. And you can, you can 
acknowledge it, and then you can let it go. Because one thing I do want to say that's very important is I don't want you to villainize this part of you. I don't want you to try to like push it away and be like, oh no, this is terrible. I, I can't believe I would ha even have these thoughts. Like, no, we, we want to bring all of our emotions, all of the things that come up to the table, so to speak, and let it flow through. Like, you don't, I don't think it's healthy for us to just be like, no, that's bad. And like, try to push things away because these emotions and these thoughts, these are meant to come up and then we can let them release. And I think that when we try to deny things and like pretend they're not there and just like shut it out very harshly, it's going to keep knocking at that door, right? Like it's going to be like, I'm coming back, I'm coming back, and it'll creep back in later on. And so I find it helpful to really just like recognize, acknowledge, let it go. Recognize, acknowledge, let it go. Oh, there's the critical thought. I see that you're there. Thank you for trying to protect me, but I am good. Move on. Do you know what I mean? And if you have a critical thought and it's just like, oh, it's just like so hard and you can't, it keeps popping into your head, like do a journaling practice on it. Like sometimes I like to literally take out my journal and write down every single thought that I'm having, all of my frustrations, all of my anxieties, anger, whatever. I just like put it out on the page. And it just is so helpful sometimes to like get that out onto paper and move on. And then a lot of times after that, I like to do some sort of movement. Literally, you can do five minutes of like dancing. Some people like to shake, like you literally shake your hands and your arms and your Imagine yourself like shaking off that energy, getting it out of your body, or maybe it's doing Pilates or yoga, whatever. Like these practices are so helpful and it's something that all of us deal with from time to time. And I also want you to recognize that there are going to be times where it's going to be easier for that inner critic to kind of creep in. So for example, like I notice myself having more critical thoughts when I haven't slept well. Yeah, I'm like overly tired. It's so much easier for the, for those critical thoughts to like creep in. And it's like, I feel like my guard is a little bit more down. I'm just like a little bit more anxiety prone during those times or, you know, hormones like during that time of the month or, you know, I'm pregnant right now. Like, gosh, the hormones can be crazy. Um, if you have like a really busy schedule and there's a lot on your plate, yes, the inner critic can creep in then because, you know, for us highly sensitive people, we're going to get more overwhelmed easily. And with our nervous systems being so sensitive, it can sometimes be times where we're so frazzled, we're so busy, we're so stressed that we can just be extra critical of ourselves. And so I want you to have some recognition of that as well. Like there are just going to be times where it's going to creep in more easily. And again, I want you to do that whole practice I just told you. Recognize, acknowledge, release. No, Notice that it's there, acknowledge it, move on. And also just like show yourself so much love and compassion. I think we're so hard on ourselves. I think we hold ourselves to way too high of a standard sometimes. And we can really give ourselves a dang break. <laughs> like, give yourself a break. Show yourself some love. Like I said, I have been having more inner critic thoughts this week, the past few days, and I know a big part of this is because I haven't been sleeping as great as usual, so I'm like tired, my head kind of hurts. 
I have a lot on my schedule. These are all things that make me feel a little bit blah. And so my inner critic has been creeping in easier. And so some things that I'm doing to make it, you know, feel a little bit better and kind of move through it is what I said, the journaling, the meditation, putting on an outfit that I like because it makes me feel better. It makes me feel happier. I'm also kind of re-looking at my list of things to do and seeing if there's anything I can take off. Is there anywhere I can create some more space for myself to breathe? Because I know that I've been a little bit overstimulated and so that's why it's it's coming in stronger. Overstimulation, lack of sleep, that inner critic can come through a little bit more easily. So I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope that you can see that this is something you can totally apply to your life. And it takes practice, by the way. If this is brand new to you, be patient with yourself and be kind. Because if you spent a lifetime believing every single thought that popped into your head and this whole idea of like separating from it and acknowledging it as a separate thing that you don't have to listen to, that's a brand new concept. And so just know that it might take you some time to kind of get into this new habit, but keep practicing it. Keep practicing it. I promise it will help and you will get better and better at it. So I'm sending you all of the love and I hope that your new year is off to a wonderful start. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.